1: with
2: Shannon Davis.
0: from the third heaven I'm seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus, yes. high above you, high above principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, high above world rulers, kings, princes, and every angelic rank. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke and bind you, and especially we bind you concerning the lives, the minds, and the bodies of these people who stand here. We rebuke you in every foul spirit that may still have a resting place somewhere in their uh, innermost being. We bind them. For these people have heard the call of God to dedicate and consecrate themselves to God, and you must flee and your host must be defeated utterly. We come against you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind every foul and wicked spirit that would bind body, mind, soul, any area of their life to keep it from being effective for the Lord. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you, and we loose from these people the spirit of power, love, sound mind. We loose the spirit of wisdom, revelation. We will loose the spirit of courage. We loose the spirit of power over the enemy. And we loose all the spirit of God to do their office work in and through these people as they go forth. Moreover, we loose the spirit of Elijah to break the power of Jezebel on our land. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you, Lord, uh, to loose the spirit of humility the spirit of servanthood on everyone here. Let everyone be desirous of taking the place of a servant. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for it.
2: God Almighty, from Numbers chapter 33, verse 50. And Yahweh spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan, near Jericho, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quite plunder down all their high places and ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and dwell therein for I have given you the land to possess it Radio is declaring all out war on all witches, warlocks, and the hosts of hell. Our mandate is clear. We will not fail. Join with us in the fight and spread the word about Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to invade enemy territory and possess the land, healing the sick and setting the captives free of demons. In Jesus' name. Tune in each night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. At OmegaManRadio.com.
1: Well, I'm mad at hell, and you don't have to take it anymore. In Jesus' name, he came to set the captives free. Welcome back to another edition of Omega Man Radio. Um, do any of you ever sleep out there? <laughs> <laughs> Praise God for you. Uh, I know people have to come in and out, and uh, if you uh, aren't able to uh, catch a whole program, we do have the program available up on the MP3. Wow. Uh, we ran out of time. Um, and, or I would have had uh, Rich and Eblett stay on. We came up to the uh, the top of the uh, the three-hour block, so there we go. But we will have them back on again very soon. And uh, we may even have some special guests uh, calling it tonight, uh, Zoe Immortal. If uh, he can uh, get to a phone connection, he may be calling in. So, um, wow. Another day is almost gone. But praise God, I'm having fun. Uh, it's It's awesome. Uh, coming together, uh, fellowship, seeing people in the chat room, talking, making new friends, divine connections are being made, ministering. We're learning. I'm learning a lot, folks. Someone said, you're a lieutenant colonel in the uh, God's Army. I said, what are you talking about? I'm just a private first class. I'm down at the bottom. I've got a lot to learn. I know nothing. But praise God for a, uh, a platform that we can bring the people of, and the men and women of God to come on that know something about spiritual warfare and have them preach. People like Dr. Pat Holliday, people like Charlie Holtzhauser, John Gogan, Patricia Xavier, Richard Keltner of Watchman Radio, Michael Thayer is coming. Uh, the Lord willing, we'll have him on the program soon uh, to start teaching. And uh, the other men and women of God that we're finding, Norman Parrish in Guatemala. Uh, you know, that was a program that the enemy did not want on, and uh I got two minutes with him on the phone before the system went down. Uh, I was able to talk to him, but it was not recorded. So we're going to have him back on. We've got a lot to learn from Norman Parish. Uh, so yes, I will be opening up the lines tonight. If you uh, you have a question, you have a comment, uh, you've got a testimony you want to share, whatever you like to talk about, call in. You have a prayer request, uh, we'll pray. Uh, look forward uh, to hearing from you. The number to call in is 917-889-2745. So uh, I entitled this program uh, The Art of Spiritual Warfare. (laughs) Violent Prayer, Warfare Against 70 Mad Spirits. You know, I'm continuing my reading in this uh, pretty awesome book. It's called, again, Prayer Warfare Against 70 Mad Spirits. Dr. D.K. Lukoya of Mounted of Miracle Fire Ministries. They're based in Nigeria. This is a church that has 100,000 people that will show up for church at one time. Could you imagine that here in America? Wow. And these are people that know something about spiritual warfare, I'm telling you, because they deal with it from birth. And so, uh, praise God that uh, Dr. D.K., I'll call him for short, I can't pronounce the last name that great, Lukoya, uh, has written over probably 130 books at last count on spiritual warfare. And we're going to have... Pastor Bola, uh, here in Georgia, I went out to check out the church a couple months ago, talk about prayer warfare. I mean, it was powerful. They do what's called prayer points. Um, And what happens is the congregation will be sitting there, you know, they'll be just listening, all of a sudden the pastor will have them stand up and then immediately they go into attack mode against these evil spirits. Expire! 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 I mean, uh, it was wild. And I said, my goodness, uh, if there was a demon here tonight, uh, it'd never come back again. If, if we would get on fire for God, let the Holy Spirit fire of God hit us, we, we would embrace the deliverance ministry, which is uh, one of the first signs that Jesus said that would follow them to believe. Uh, we could be turning this nation upside down, and that's why the enemy is so afraid. That's why when Pastor Carl Henderson, who was taking a brief respite here in America, was asked to preach, you know, any pastor asked to preach, they'd never turn it down, even if they're on vacation. Praise God. So he didn't, and uh, he went up to preach, and a demon manifested, as you may have heard in this last segment. Uh, and she says, who are you? How do you know this? And, you know, I heard that today. I was listening to uh, a Win Worley program, and uh, the demon's... No, excuse me, it was actually Charlie Holtsauser, okay, with uh, interviewing Win Worley and they had a segment where they had a recording of a live deliverance session and you know the demon said, You're not supposed to know this And it's like uh they're caught off by caught off guard totally by surprise, uh, it seems here in America when uh the deliverance ministers go in because these churches have probably never heard about deliverance. The pastors don't want to preach it. Um, they're scared to teach it. They realize that uh, they know nothing about it. Because, you know, most congregations, you know, they look at it as a dirty word of ministry. Yet, just before Jesus was crucified, and then he rose again, the Pharisees came to him and said, uh, you know, Herod's hunting you. You know, he's looking for you. He wants to kill you. He said, Jesus said to them, you know, go tell that old fox that uh, today I... I will cast out devils, and tomorrow I'll do miracles, and then, um, you know, he he was talking about deliverance ministry, the healing ministry, part of the full gospel message. Yeah, we're supposed to evangelize. People have done a good job at that. We're supposed to cast out demons. We're supposed to lay hands on the sick that they will recover. And just like this poor lady that called in the last segment, she is sincerely seeking deliverance ministry. And they've got a little bit about it, a little there. But um, there's very few people that you can go to to pray for you when you have a need. I'll bring it back to myself. My own sister needed some deliverance one day. And uh, what did I do? I prayed for her, but then I also uh, called for backup, and I got on the phone, and I called Dr. Pat Holliday. Praise God she was there. She got on the phone, and... I turned it over to her, and she ministered to my sister. Praise God. What do you do when you, if you wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning and your child is screaming bloody murder? Can't sleep. is beside themselves. Like that one child came back from summer camp was trying to bite her arm, take chunks out of her arms. You know, they had bite marks here and trying to bite her toes off. God have mercy. They didn't know what to do. They took her to the hospital. The doctors didn't know what to do. They gave her the most high-powered drug at their disposal, 25 milligrams or whatever it was. And uh, it didn't even faze her. One doctor looked to the other doctor and said, what do we do? Give give her another shot. He said, you just gave her the most powerful shot we have. And uh, it did not work. And here was a girl that uh, was spitting on Pastor Ova as he was sitting there and, you know, mentioning the word of Jesus, saying, Jesus loves you. And she would spit at him. Then they started to do deliverance and she raised up off of her toes and started to foam at the mouth, was violently shaking, and then started to jump around the room like a fish, a snake. And it took five or six adults to try to hold this girl down. She had superhuman strength. That was the power of this demonic spirit. But praise God for the deliverance ministry, for the few that are willing to pick up the torch. Like one guy said, it's nothing but a matchstick. That's about all that's left. If Satan has his way... That's why you've got to get behind the Deliverance Ministry. You're going to need it. Sooner or later, we're all going to need it. And you get uh, up to speed. You can learn from the great men and women of God that have went before us. Very few are still alive. Thank God that uh, some of them have written books like Brother Wynne Worley. Go over to WRWPublications.com and get some of these fantastic booklets. They're $3, folks. You, know, you spend that on a cheeseburger, on a slice of pizza. Fast one meal and get you this. Get you material in your hand that can help you and help your family. And if God has blessed you, you know, order ten copies of some of these things. And hand them out to everybody you know. That's what we'd like to see. Um, But my point I'm trying to make here is uh, deliverance is for today. It is the children's bread. And uh, if you're not saved and you don't know Jesus Christ, well, folks, you're in a really bad situation. Because you've got no hope except for Jesus Christ. And the witches and the warlocks out there, I want to tell you something. You may have some power, but greater is he that is in me than is he that is in the world. And greater is he that is in the believers, in Jesus Christ, than any power you've got through Satan. And so if you think you're smart and want to start hurtling word curses and summoning up demons and astral projecting, well, cut your silver cord in the name of Jesus Christ and you may drop dead on the floor. And that go back. It's happened before. Silver cords have been cut, and people have dropped out of thin air. Everybody was freaking out. Where did that one come from? It was a winter warlock that was after projecting. Their cord was cut. They died instantly. Now, we don't want that to happen. But, uh, you know, you're only going to take so many hits before you fight back. And I've been hit pretty hard here recently. So have others. Some have spit out and have never come back in the ministry. You know, and I, I'll take a lot of hits, but even after a while, I get angry. And, you know, I have righteous anger. And I might send it back one million fold in Jesus' name. Now, we love you, but we warn you, a Christian who knows spiritual self-defense can take care of themselves, and what you meant for them will come back on your own head. It's a boomerang. It will come back and hit you right in the head. And you may not survive. One witch tried that recently, sent cancer, and leukemia against a child of God. And it was cast out and had to go back. You know, we pray for the salvation of the witches and warlocks. In fact, five have already come to Christ. Praise God, because it will be those that can go back in and to make an impact many times in the covenants where they came out of. So my point here is, uh, you know, the greatest of all commandments is, is love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. The second is like unto it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And we love our neighbors. But we don't go and beat up our neighbors. And if you're attacked, you've got to do self-defense. Otherwise, you can become a casualty. And people are becoming casualties because they don't believe in the reality of spiritual warfare. So that's what we hope to enlighten people to on this program. And uh, other programs like uh, Rich Keltner of Watchmen Ready are doing. Praise God for them, and Dr. Pat Holliday, and Dennis Williams out there, castingoutdemons.org, and Randall the Mando, uh, Revival Fire with Pastor Mike Bradford, Repent Radio with Rick Hoyt, and others uh, that uh, are picking up the torch of the deliverance ministry. And, uh, again, I believe that uh, it's one part of the the full gospel. Does that mean you forsake everything else? No, not at all. Uh, You minister in whatever realm you're working in. You know, you do Evangelism, you need to cast out a demon, you do it. you got to know how to do it, though. Um, you got to know that you have authority in Jesus Christ to do it. If someone needs healing, there's healing available through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And, you know, the Word even says someday, uh, you know, you may be in a situation you need to raise someone from the dead. It's happened. Dr. Pat Holiday has seen it twice in her own life, at least. I heard of a story of a guy that was in uh, Africa. Uh, Ministering to the Zulu tribes, Uh, he actually did a movie called um, "Faith Like Potatoes." It's a great story. You can get it on DVD. And uh, there was a lightning strike. One of the uh, the ladies in the uh, in the tribe got hit with a lightning strike. She died. And they came running to the pastor's uh, house, banging on the door. Please come help us. She's died. And they he went in there and they had a uh, a blanket overhead, I think if if I recall the story, pulled the blanket back and laid hands on her and commanded healing, and that she rise in Jesus' name, and the spirit came back in the body. That's the power of God uh, that takes a lot of faith <laughs> but it, it but it's possible it's according to your faith. If you know you if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, it's according to your relationship with him. so uh wow, that was an amazing story. but uh, back to the the uh, the show tonight, we are going to open up the lines if you have a testimony, we'd love to hear from you. If you got a question, if you've got a comment? you need prayer? Um, whatever the case may be, love to hear from you. I want to read something out of a little publication called The Mystery. Of powerful words, one and two. It's uh, it's uh, written by the uh, same author of Prayer Warfare Against Seventy Mad Spirits that we'll read out of. Here we go. It says we are talking about today. What we are talking about today could make the difference between life and death. It could also make the difference between whether you succeed or you fail. The Bible tells us in Genesis one verses one and two. In the beginning, Yahweh created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. The Bible says, and Yahweh said, uh, let there be light. In the original Hebrew language, it is not let there be light, it is light be. It was a command by spoken words. So right from the beginning of creation, we have known that words carry power. There are two powers that God gave to human beings, which more than any other thing has shaped our lives. One is words, and the second one is imagination. Everything you see around physically, first of all, existed in the mind of somebody. When you see a building, a structure, or a car, somewhere in the mind of somebody, that thing, first of all, existed before it became a physical thing. There is power in imagination. There is power in what God gave to man. But one thing that carries the most power is words, which God himself spoke in the beginning. Immediately, God said, let there be light, or light be. Those powerful words brought light. The other day, there was a satanic revival on the sea when Jesus was traveling on the Sea of Galilee and the disciples ran helter-skelter. They were afraid until somebody went to wake Jesus up, and when Jesus stood up, he just spoke the words, peace, be still. And that was it. And according to geography today, that Sea of Galilee is the calmest sea available. Since Jesus spoke that day, there has been permanent peace in that area. That's interesting. Now, in Matthew 6, verses 18 through 19, it says, And I say unto thee, that Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now listen to verse 19. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever you you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever... Thou shalt uh, bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth, shall be loosed in heaven. More than at any other time in history, we need to demonstrate the power of God by speaking words of power, words that will make unbelievers fear our God, words that will make the enemy to tremble. Now, the initiative from heaven to bind anything starts from here. That is, if you leave the things here, heaven too will just be looking at you. Quote, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Okay, so in, sa- in the same Matthew eighteen eighteen, the Bible says, "Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven." Through the vehicle, what is this going to? Uh, through the vehicle of what is this going to happen? Through the vehicle of words. Okay, now look at the book of Hosea 14.2. Take with you words and turn to the Lord, saying to him, Take away all iniquity and receive us graciously. So, we, so will we render the calves of our lips. When you're coming to God, you take with you what? Words? Right. Now in the book of Mark 11.23, For verily I say to you that whosoever shall send in this mountain, that is, he is speaking words now, and what words will he speak? Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. Okay, and then look at this sweeping Bible statement. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Okay, again, through the vehicle of words, it says, He shall have that very thing. Okay, so what does it mean to bind? To bind means to tie, to secure something with a rope, to wrap something up, to bandage something, to restrain something, to chain something, to fasten something, to handcuff something, to enslave something, yes, to bring it into captivity. So when we say bind, it is a very heavy word. To bind is to stagnate something. You paralyze the thing and entangle it. You remove the freedom of that thing. You have a controlling effect over it. You make it very hard for that thing to now move. So when the Bible says, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, the meaning is wide. Okay, so what do you bind, you may ask? Well, you can bind the works of darkness. You bind demonic activities. You bind evil progress. You bind evil forces. You bind evil thoughts. You can also bind evil utterances. You can bind evil imaginations. You can bind the plans of the enemies. You bind evil authorities. You bind satanic prayers. Somebody could say satanic prayers and you say, I bind those words that you have just spoken. That is, you change the words and make the words captive. You bind the satanic challenge. You bind the satanic desire. You bind the satanic expectations. You bind the satanic decisions on your life. You bind satanic agreement. You bind every threat of the enemy. You bind the satanic program. You bind satanic intelligence. Okay, You can also bind satanic powers and satanic spies, every evil equipment and gadgets. You bind them. You can bind the counterfeit angels that come against you. You bind them. You bind the eaters of flesh and drinkers of blood. You bind them. You bind the satanic caterers. You bind them. You bind their demonic idols. That's what you do. You bind them in Jesus' name. So when he said, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, it is very, very heavy indeed. Now, I'm quoting from uh, Sound of the Battle Cry. They write, there was a minister's conference some time ago, and a missionary was there. And one, of the, one Nigerian was just joking with him and said, how old are you now, sir? And the missionary said, well, I'm 49 or something. He said, I have forgotten the age. He called and the Nigerian minister, still wanting to joke with him, said, well, where's your wife? He said he was not married, and the Nigerian minister now said, ah, you will become a serious old man before you get married. <laughs> All of a sudden, the missionary's face changed. He faced the Nigerian pastor, and he said, Sir, with due respect, I bind your words. It will not happen to me in the name of Jesus. Evil words, too, you can bind so that they will not happen to you. Through the vehicle of words. Now, you bind the strong man in charge of anything that is troubling your life. You can bind evil spirits who come to impersonate your life. You can bind all the evil monitoring spirits. You can bind evil broadcasters from broadcasting your name. If the enemy set down to take a decision against your life, no matter how highly placed he's making the decision are, you can bind it and it will not come to pass in your life. That is the awesome power that God labeled on the church. Okay, so now what does it mean to loose? Word says, Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So to lose is to let go. You unbind it, you unwind it, you liberate it. You release it, you unchain it. You free something from confinement. And to free something from imprisonment, to release from a captive situation, you're basically making something free. Okay, so from so what can you loose yourself from? Well, good question you asked. You can release yourself from the captivity of evil spirits. You can loose yourself from any demonic subjection, from anyone dead or alive. You can loose yourself from every ungodly soul tie. Did you know that if uh, you have had sex, you've got a soul tie now with that person, and you've got a soul tie that uh, has been established with every person they ever slept with? That's scary, isn't it? Some people have slept with uh, many people. Now you've got... Bits of fragment of soul floating out there. Now, you can loose yourself from evil habits and evil covenants and curses. Somebody could use charms and incantations against you, and you can loose yourself from all these. You can loose yourself from spells and bewitchment fashioned against you. You can loose yourself from ancestral burdens and bondages. You can loose yourself from satanic cages, and you can loose yourself from the power of evil confronting forces. Remember, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loosen on earth shall be loosed in heaven. As you are, your binding power and your loosing power can go to anywhere on this planet earth. There's no limits. Okay, there's no limits in prayer. The Bible says, he sent his words and heals them and delivered them from their destruction. So words can be sent, but there are three kinds of words as far as we Christians are concerned. Number one, there are powerful words. Number two, there are powerless words. And number three, there are neutral words. That is, words that do not achieve anything evil or bad. You were just saying it. Meaningless words bring no fire, no power, no weaknesses. They're just said for the fun of it. For you to speak the words of power, certain things have to take place. Acts nineteen, thirteen through 16. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus saying, We adjure you by Jesus, who Paul preaches. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew and chief of the priests, which did so. I pray that the spirit of Sceva will not capture our lives in the name of Jesus. Okay, verses 15 and 16. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. He said, Paul, I know. That name Jesus, I know that name. But who are you? The first question is this. Does the devil know you? Do you have recognition in heaven and hell fire? And in hell fire. He said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? What right do you have to be binding here, is the question. Some of you watching the news would have probably seen this news about someone where there was this tsunami, and as those waves were coming towards him, he said, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And that thing just went around him and did not touch him. I think the testimony was even on CNN. He bound the thing, and the thing just went around him. Does the devil know you? That should be the question. The highest praise that hell, earth, and heaven can give to you is for you to be classified by the enemy as someone who is with Jesus. Now, while Paul lived, hell had no peace. What about us? As we are living, does hell have any peace? Does the devil know your name? The devil knows exactly who the true believers are. He knows those he can come to in a dream and be performing nonsense with. He knows those he can be messing up with, and he knows those to fear. The Bible says... Thou believeth that there is one God, thou doeth well. The devils also tremble and they tr- believe and they tremble. So the devil knows the people to fear. Do you have recognition in hell and in heaven? When the name of Jesus comes from the lips of a believer who is an oracle of God, mountains would bow down, seas would roar, satanic lions would be silenced. When the name of Jesus and the words of power coming forth from the mouth of a true servant of God When they're coming out of the mouth of an oracle of God, marriages would be restored. Illnesses would disappear. There would be comfort to those who are hurting inside. There would be strength to the weak. Riches would be given to the poor. Relationships that have broken down would be mended. People would be saved. Churches would grow. And revival would happen if he or she is an oracle of God. Now, there are many prayers that we pray that go up and bring down nothing. There are many words that we speak that just operate and do not bring anything out of it. More than any time in history, we need to demonstrate the power of God by speaking words of power, words that will make unbelievers fear our God, words that will make the enemy to tremble. One sister in Mountain of Miracle Fire, the Port Harcourt branch attended an interview of about 500 people. She was number one and she got the job. So they asked her to resume first of one month like that. And she got there on resumption day and the people at the reception of the managing director did not know her so they were talking. That no, what kind of thing is this now? Somebody had uh, been interviewed for this job and the person started today. All of a sudden this manager just brought somebody in And they say, this is the person who will do the work. This person did not attend the interview. This person did not go anywhere. And they want to use this person to replace the person who had passed at the interview. This is unfair. They were talking, and the sister was sitting down there. They did not know they were giving her information. So out there, she closed her eyes and began to bind that decision and began to deal with the situation. She was praying silently, not making noise. When someone came and said, Madam, what do you want here? She said, "I am this person. I am supposed to start work here today." The man asked her, "Madam, which church do you attend?" She says, "Mountain of Fire." The secretary ran inside to say, "Doctor, you are in trouble here today. You better do something because this woman is from Mountain of Fire, and she is already saying some things in that room. And anything can happen here. I know these people. You better give her the job." Well, beloved, she got the job. Amen. We are supposed to speak words that the forms of words they will hear and tremble. However, the problem in this, for you to speak those kind of words that will make situations to change and bow to you, you need to become the oracle of God. Without being his oracle, the words you speak will carry no power whatsoever, and the enemy will just be laughing at you. If you're tuning in, you're listening to a Mega Man radio network. I'm going to uh, close out this article, and then we'll open up the phones. I saw someone calling in. I apologize. Uh, if you will call back in, we'll certainly take your call. And I want to praise God for this church. Uh, This was originally written in uh, the Nigerian language. I'm not sure which dialect that is, but they have translated to English. So there's a few words uh, here that are out of place, but I think you get the meaning tonight. This is powerful revelation. Praise God for the ministry of Mountain of Miracle Fire. And if you're tuning in, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. I want to thank everyone who is uh, tuning in tonight. Here we go. In the book of Psalms fifty, verses fifteen through twenty, the Bible says, And call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Verse sixteen says, But unto the wicked God unto the wicked, God saith, What hast thou to do to declare my statutes, or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth? He says, You want to mention my name, what do you mean? <clears throat> From verses seventeen through twenty He now made a list of those who will speak the words, but the words will carry no power. Number one, seeing that thou hatest instruction, all the words of God you hear from here, do you follow them, or are you a sermon-proof believer that hates instruction? So, if you hate instruction, forget it. You cannot speak these words with power. Number two, and thou castest my words behind thee. Let me take a sip of tea here. And I'm coming under attack here, so pray. devil doesn't like this words to go out. So right now, I'm going to take authority over Satan. I bind away from me all hexes, vexes, curses, and spells that have been sent against me in this show tonight and the people of God out there. I bind all witchcraft attacks. I bind all demon spirits. I bind all astral projection against me, this program and the believers, away from us. And I command it to go back to where it came from Sevenfold on the head of the sinner. And God, I ask that you would show the witches and the warlocks mercy. Please give them an opportunity to accept your son, Jesus Christ, before the Spirit leaves the body. Apply the blood of Jesus on myself, on the listeners, on this program. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray and ask these things. Amen. Okay. So number one... Uh, we covered. Number two, and thou castest my words behind thee. That is, thou treat the words of God with levity and no respect at all. Someone tells you, this is what the Bible says, and you say, hey, it's not too bad. Other churches are allowing it.
3: It's not that bad now.
1: If this is the case with you, you will not be able to speak the words with power. Number three is, when thou sawest a thief, then thou consentest with him. So when you collude with thieves, you know that something is wrong and you supported it. Maybe you did not even steal, but in your mind you regard those who are stealing and getting away as being smart. You will not be able to speak the words of power. Number four, it has been partakers with adulterers. Okay, so maybe you have been a partaker with fornicators. If you are living in any form of sexual immorality, forget the words of power. The demons will not listen to you. Once you're living in fornication, adultery, and all kinds of things like that, that qualify as sexual immorality, forget about it. The words of power, whether the adultery is academic or crude, it's still adultery and you'll have no power. Number five, thou givest thy mouth to evil and thy tongue formeth deceit. When you use your mouth wrongly, the mouth that you use wrongly cannot bring words of power. Number six, thou sittest and speakest against thy brother, thou slanderest thine own mother's son. That is, you are backbiting. You cannot speak the word of power. You're backbiting. Okay, so the scarcity of God's power in our generation is not the fault of God. It is because he cannot find usable men and women. These are the six kinds of people God will not have respect for. Their words. Hellfire, too, will not have any respect for what they're saying. This idea of man of God, pray for me, going to this prophet, going to that prophet, you're wasting your time. Why don't you just settle down and become an oracle of God yourself? The the idea of I went to this, that, and that mountain, instead of roaming about in the mountains, why don't you sit down and discipline your life and become an oracle of God yourself? Self-deliverance, folks. It was here I shared the testimony of one man who ran to the mountain to look for power when he had problems in the valley seven days of a dry fast and he had told the wife on the seventh day she should prepare pap for him not sure what that is Uh, maybe it's papaya I just don't know that that was what he wanted to break the fast with now he came back from the mountain and he met with his wife and about to go out she asked so he asked madam where are you going she said I want to go and do my hair he said okay what about what I asked you to prepare for me? The pap. The woman looked at him and said, Baba Wooly, which in quotations is prophet, Mr. Prophet, didn't the angels feed you there? When he heard what the woman said, he gave the woman a dirty slap. The woman landed on the floor and she never stood up. In fact, that fasting, it was inside the police cell. He broke it. So close your eyes and pray like this. Anything in my life that must die, die today in the name of Jesus. Now, why was the man running about to the mountain, whereas inside there was still the spirit of the valley he had not dealt with? Many of us are trying to bribe God, when all He is saying is, "Son, daughter, sit down and sort out your life. If these six things are in your life, you will speak words and they will have no respect, whether in heaven or in hell fire." Something to think about. In verse 21 of the same Psalm 50, God now said, "These things hast thou done, and I kept silence." Thou thoughtest that I was altogether such an one as thyself, but I will reprove thee, and set them in order before thine eyes. What does it mean to become an oracle of God? To, To become an oracle of God means to speak words that matter in heaven and hell. Paul I know, Jesus I know, but who are you? Your name is not in our register. You are not among those we should fear. Why are you even calling the
3: name of Jesus in your mouth?
1: Are you obeying that Jesus? You say, Ha ah, that cow, the cow that has no tail, it is God that will help it to drive away the flies. I'm not sure about the translation there. But the cow knows that it has no tail, and the same cow is offending the same God that it will drive away the flies. Then the flies will kill that cow. So to become an oracle of God is to become a mouthpiece of the Almighty God. To become the oracle of God means that God's word is in your mouth. Will be as powerful as God's words in his own mouth. He says, if any of you sh- shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his mind, but shall believe that what he has said shall come to pass, he said he shall have whatsoever he said. What a sweeping statement. It is to speak words that have been vomited into your spirit by the spirit of God. To become an oracle of God is to speak as one of God's prophets. They came to invite Micah from home you know, Micah the prophet? And they told him, 400 prophets have said the king should go. So let your words be like one of him. He answered in these eternal words, What the Lord says to me, that I should speak. 1 Kings 22, 12-14. And all the prophets prophesied, saying, Go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into thy, the king's hand. And the messenger that was gone to call Micah spake unto him, saying, Behold now, the words of the prophets declare good unto the king with one mouth. Let thy word, I pray thee, be like the word of one of them, and speak that which is good. And Micah said, As the Lord liveth what the Lord saith unto me, that will I speak. That is what you can call an oracle. To become an oracle of God is to have the capacity to make divine utterances. It is to speak words that dispel darkness, A woman was trying to have a baby, and about seven demons were there troubling her. They were punching her. They were pinning her and doing all kinds of things to her. There were some believers that were praying, but her condition was getting worse. One of those that were praying noticed that they had been praying for a long time, and nothing was happening. So she said, Sister, so-and-so lives opposite. Let's go and call her. Immediately they said, Let's go and call her. The demon said, It's time to go. Don't let's wait for that woman to come here. It is because they know she will make utterances that will put them in disarray. Okay, so we will pause here briefly to continue another day. Meanwhile, we're going to speak some powerful words to situations that are not friendly right now. Okay, and we're closing this article out, so uh, here we go. Let's make some of these. Make these pronouncements with every fiber of your being. Job 22.28 says, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy ways. So if you're tired of powerlessness, and you've had enough of that situation confronting you, if you like that guy that said, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore, shout these pronouncements loud and clear right now, that the kingdom of darkness itself will hear you and tremble. Okay, here are the decrees. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read these, and uh, you can agree with me, and they'll have an effect on you. So we say, by the authority of the name of Jesus Christ, I break, damage, destroy, and command to be uprooted right now all covenants, all agreements, all statements, names, and requests of any kind, promises of any kind, and all links of any type, made with the kingdom of darkness, including everything that the enemy is holding against me. I break them, I cast them down, and I cancel and reject all of them in the name of Jesus Christ. That's powerful right there. Let's say another one. Here we go. Are you ready? In the name of Jesus Christ, I command right now a total destruction of all yokes, all burdens, all fears, oppressions, terrors of any kind, possessions of any kind done by the enemy against me, and I reject and cancel them all in the name of Jesus Christ. I command the total destruction of all enchantments, witchcraft, Divination, spells, curses, all ordinances, and handwritings made by the enemy against me, a child of God in the name of Jesus. Now you would say, I command all these things that I have mentioned to be destroyed altogether, leaving nothing. I break them down, I block them all away with the blood of Jesus Christ, shed for my redemption, and I nail them to the cross in the name of Jesus. Now what you need to do is you've got to declare loudly. Agreement with me. All power in heaven and on earth is given to me by Jesus Christ. Therefore, in the authority of the name of Jesus Christ, I have the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever on loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I loose myself from every imprisonment of the devil and his followers in the name of Jesus. And whatsoever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. So right now, I bind and put a stop to all the numerous activities of the devil made against me in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Wow. I was reading from the Battle Cry, an article entitled, The Mystery of Powerful Words. That was part one. I'll do part two on another program. But that's powerful, guys. Um, these... This ministry has a powerful revelation, okay, that we need here in America. Now, a lot of these uh, materials, there's over 125, 130 books that I counted from Dr. D.K. Olakoya. They're very hard to get here in America. You can find a couple of them up on Amazon. You can get a few. They're expensive if you go over there. Uh, or you can order them, and I think you have to ship them from the U.K. You can go right over to the, their website. I've got a link up over at OmegaManRadio.com. And uh, I would encourage you to get a hold of them. Now, if I can do so, if at all possible, I'm going to try to order some of these from Doctor, from uh, Pastor Bola here in the area and then uh, make them available to people at the cost. So I'm excited. Uh, this is a great revelation. Okay, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. This is a live show. It is September the 20th, and we're doing a, a back-to-back program tonight. Uh, if you would like to call in, like to chat, you've got a testimony, you need prayer, love to hear from you. The number to call in is 917-889-2745. Again, 917 889 2745. Love to hear from you. And uh, we're going to have a number of good programs this week. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have on uh, Pastor Charlie Holt-Salzer tomorrow night. We're going to have Jeannie McKeever on the program. Um, Her and her husband wrote a number of great books. And uh, I got a hold of her last week. Um, you may have heard of James McKeever back in the 70s. Uh, he wrote a, a lot of books on preparedness. He went on home to be with the Lord, but he left behind a, a great archive of uh, books. We'll be talking about uh, some of that with her when she comes on tomorrow. And I'm going to go to a break, uh, get a refill here on tea, and uh, I'll come back on with open lines. The number to call in is 917 2745 would love to hear from you
0: and I said before if you want to find a lot of demons go to church there you can be sure you'll find a bunch they're roosting all over God's people they're binding them down they're choking them off and somebody has to care because people are bound and if it isn't the chosen of God I don't know who's gonna care if it isn't those whom God has called out, if they don't care enough to lay their lives on the line, I don't know who's going to do it. As a sad scripture says, I looked for a man and I found none. God looked for a man, he couldn't find anybody. Everybody was doing their own thing. God is calling a people to war, all out war. A war in which no quarter is given and no quarter is asked. The order of the day remains. Attack, attack, attack. That's God's marching order.
1: It sure is, and that's what we're going to try to do with the Mega Man Radio. Uh, we're going to come against a spirit of fear. I'm reading out a Prayer Warfare Against 70 Mad Spirits. Introduction, 2 Timothy 1.7. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. Fear has been described as the most common demon in the world. It is a potent weapon used by the enemy to paralyze your faith. Fear enlarges the enemy's capacity. This spirit opens up the gate for other destructive spirits. Yet I have to say that uh, I have, uh, in my own life, uh, had a spirit of fear at various and sundry times. It will manifest uh, in various ways. Maybe you bite your fingernails. That's a sign. You've got a spirit of fear. Okay, so what can we do about it? Well, there's some prayer warfare. That's what we're going to do right now. And uh, as I read these, all you have to do is be in agreement with me, and um, as we pray, you can be set free of this spirit of fear. Uh, Spirits, our breath, okay? And when they come out, they come out of any orifice. So, let's see what God does. I uh, Just start breathing out. I bind and paralyze every strong man of fear in my life in the mighty name of Jesus. I loose myself from the bondage of fear in Jesus' name. I loose myself from all negative religious fears, bondage to traditions of demons and men, religious images, and witchcraft prophets in Jesus' name. I loose myself from all demonic fears and from all their tormenting and enslaving powers in Jesus' name. I loose myself from every unholy fear of man, and I receive holy boldness, faith, confidence, and inner strength in Jesus' name. Let all the entrances of fear into my life be closed forever in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my heart, soul, spirit, and body. Let all the habitation of fear in my life be demolished now in Jesus' name. I bind every spirit of fear afflicting my life in Jesus' name. I render you spirit of fear. And just think of the uh, things that uh, cause you to be fearful. Okay, maybe it's airplanes. Maybe it's ambulances. Maybe it's failure. Maybe it's barbers. Maybe it's the future. Maybe it's heights. Maybe it's flying. Maybe it's cats. Maybe it's chickens. Maybe it's just people. Maybe it's spiders. Maybe it's cancer. Maybe it's fear of having heart disease. Maybe it's dogs. Maybe you've got a fear of water. Maybe it's demons. Maybe it's insects. Maybe it's being married. If you're a man, maybe you have a fear of woman. If you're a woman, maybe you have a fear of man. Maybe it's robbers. Maybe it's worms. Maybe you have a fear of blood. Maybe you have a fear of sleep. Maybe it's a fear of ridicule. Maybe it's mice or rats. Maybe it's corpses. Maybe you have a fear of being pregnant. Maybe you have a fear of going insane. Maybe it's a fear of disease. Maybe it's a fear of crowds. Maybe you fear children. Maybe you fear being poor. Maybe you have fear of going to sleep and having evil dreams. Maybe you have a fear of ghosts, rivers, fire, Satan, speed... Being alone. Death. Poison. Animals. Being stared at. Childbirth. The number 13. Darkness. We bind you in Jesus' name. Come out of the people of God now. And go to Jesus to be judged before your time. Let all the entrances of fear into my life be closed forever in the name of Jesus. Now, I expel every spirit of fire, fear in my life in the name of Jesus. Father God, in Jesus' name, break the bands of fear in my life. Let all fears emanating from parental influence, past association, and guilt depart from my spirit in Jesus' name. I command the strongholds of fear to break right now in Jesus' name. You spirit of fear, I command you to come out of your hiding places. Depart from my mind, my emotions, my will my spirit, and my body, in the name of Jesus, no rest for the wicked. Let all the problems introduced by fear into my life depart now, in the name of Jesus. All right. What we did is we just did a prayer warfare against uh, the spirit of fear. And just start taking a couple deep breaths out. See what God does for you. Uh, let's see, what else should we attack tonight? I'm ready to put some more demons on the run. How about you? How about a spirit of heaviness? Anybody ever feel heavy? Isaiah 61.3 says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of Yahweh, that he might be glorified. So the spirit of heaviness is a dark shadow, and a burden which envelops the soul and swallows your happiness. Those under the attack of the Spirit feel depressed, they feel low, they feel weak, they feel faint, they feel confused, and they feel hopeless. How many of us have felt like that recently? I could say yes. So let's, let's go after it here. Now, once again, if you're a believer, all you got to do is just agree with me, and let's take authority over it. Right now, Father God, in Jesus' name, we take authority over this Spirit of heaviness and the people. The dark shadow of the soul, clear away by the blood of Jesus. Power of heavy heart, loose your hold upon my life, in Jesus' name. Power of heaviness, be dismantled from my soul, in Jesus' name. Let the garment of praise replace the spirit of heaviness, in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost fire, melt away, every darkness of heaviness, in my soul, in the name of Jesus. I release myself from the case of discouragement in Jesus' name. Power of God, move my life from strength to strength and from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. I reject every oppressive spirit hanging on my soul in Jesus' name. There shall be no more heaviness for my soul in Jesus' name. Let the spirit of heaviness loose its hold upon my spirit man in the name of Jesus. I bind every power of depression and cast it out in Jesus' name. Fire of God, burn to ashes, every garment of heaviness in the name of Jesus. I pull down the masquerading powers working against my happiness in the name of Jesus. Every power militating against my joy die right now in the name of Jesus. I bind and cast out every enemy of my full-scale laughter in the name of Jesus. I rise above every hand pointing at my joy in Jesus' name. Every spider of darkness enclosing my heart clear away right now in Jesus' name. I dismantle every rope of darkness arresting my freedom in the name of Jesus. Every power that has been stealing from me, lose your power now in the name of Jesus. I bury forever every yoke of heaviness in the name of Jesus. I drink from the well of salvation in the name of Jesus. I shall not become a slave to the power of heaviness in Jesus' name. Every power working against my mental health, my finances, my relationships, be dismantled right now in the name of Jesus. Number 24. Every burden of darkness enclosing my soul, you must clear away now in Jesus' name. Wow. We just went against um, Spirit of Heaviness. Boy, this book just uh, goes against 70 mad spirits. There's, there's a ton of them out there, folks. How many of us are being attacked by more than one? Even on a daily basis? That's why we've got to know something about spiritual warfare. And then you couple with that, you've got actual witches and witches and warlocks trying to kill us. Luciferians and Satanists. Okay trying to attack us, we've got to do self-defense in the Spirit through the blood of Jesus. Amazing. Well, what else should we take a uh, crack at? Let's see how much time we've got here. We have exactly 19 minutes remaining. If you'd like to call in, the number is 917-889-2745. Take a sip of my tea. Let us see what shall be next. Uh oh How about seductive spirits? These are major, major evil warring spirits of the last days. They lead men and women into sexual perversion, strange doctrines, immorality, evil distraction, and lust. They are spirits that sponsor evil diversions. These are spirits that deceive and mislead. They invite corruption, spiritual blindness. They open the gate for heresies, false bickering, and silent destructions. Okay, how about we take a crack at those? Sound good to you? Here we go. Once again, just uh, agree with me in prayer. Let's take authority of them together in Jesus' name. Bring quality repentance unto the Lord. I bind and cast out every spirit of sexual perversion in the name of Jesus. Right now, Father God, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, we bind the spirit of nicotine and people listening, come out right now in Jesus' name, your foul spirit that came in through cigarette smoke, nicotine, marijuana, crack cocaine, heroin, speed. Loose your grip from the people of God right now. Come out right now in Jesus' name. Just start breathing out. See what God does for you. Come out in Jesus' name. You must loose her right now in Jesus' name. You must loose him, you foul spirit. Come out right now. All spirits associated with nicotine. Come out and go to Jesus to be judged for your time. You're bound right now, and your assignment has been canceled. Lord, rebuke you. Come out in Jesus' name. All spirits of gossip and slander and backbiting, we bind you. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Loose the people of God right now. Come out right now. Father God, I ask that you and loose sufficient angels to go in right now and do a chokehold on the demons, and I want their necks squeezed till their eyeballs are popping out. Right now, in Jesus' name. Pull them out, angels of God. Take your sword and cut them out by the roots. Puck them out right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, angels of God. We bind you, you foul spirits. Come out right now. We're going to take you out just like we're poking up a weed. Come out right now. And go to Jesus to be judged before you time, you foul spirits. To all the believers out there listening right now, I bind the strong man in you, and I bind any demonic spirits underneath the strong man's control to the strong man. I command you to loose yourself now in Jesus' name. Come out right now. And go to Jesus to be judged before your time. Ask God that you loose the Holy Spirit, God, into the people right now to fill any voids. Let the burning power and fire of God just burn out any demonic spirits that are rebellious and are not obeying. In Jesus' name. Let every arrow of the tempter backfire in Jesus' name. Let the fire of God burn to ashes. Every plantation of whoredom in my life in the name of Jesus. I receive deliverance from every power of the oppressor in the name of Jesus. Now power of seduction die right now in the name of Jesus. I shall not die but live to declare the works of God in Jesus Christ Yeshua's name. I shall not be caged by the power of seduction in Jesus' name. Every strange flesh harassing my destiny die right now in Jesus' name. Any power pulling me to iniquity be destroyed in Jesus' name. Every plantation of seduction in my body be wiped away in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost fire, move me away from the powers and activity of the flesh in the name of Jesus. My life, reject every evil attraction in the name of Jesus. I bind and cast out every demon in my reproductive organs right now in the name of Jesus. I shall not mortgage my calling on the altar of sex in Jesus' name. I shall rise above any sexual hook of the enemy in Jesus' name. My inner man, you will reject the hook of seduction now in Jesus' name. Every yoke of the oppressor, break right now in Jesus' name. I withdraw any organ of my body from the evil altar in the name of Jesus. I release myself from the grip of any strange man or woman in the name of Jesus. Let the yoke of seduction over my life be broken now, in Jesus' name. Every spirit of Delilah that is pursuing my calling, be buried alive in the name of Jesus. Every Jezebel power, Jezebel power, loose your hold in Jesus' name. Wow. That was was a prayer against the uh, seductive spirits. We've got about 15 minutes remaining. If you need prayer, if you have a testimony to share, if you'd like to make a comment, uh, you can call in at 917-889-2745. Let's continue on the remaining time here. Let me find a good one here. Satanic poison, occult arrows, territorial demoters, Shame distributors. Okay. Arrows of infirmity. Okay, this is a good one. The Bible talks about the arrows that fly by noonday and the fiery darts of the enemy. Arrows of infirmity are spiritual missiles fired to initiate or prolong infirmities or diseases. These arrows sometimes act as forerunners of the spirit of death and hell. So, right now, we take authority over all spirits of death and hell and we bind you. In Jesus' name, command you to loose the believers of God right now. And before I read this, if you are tuning in and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior, deliverance is the children's bread. If we were to cast the demon out of you, okay, we'd just go out, come back with seven more stronger than itself, and uh, your end would be worse than the beginning. So we're not going to do that to you, but we can help you right now. to Get some relief. And... The Holy Spirit draws you in conviction of your sin, and you need for him, you need to answer his call uh, while there is still time to answer. So right now, I take authority right now over any person that does not know Christ, who is listening either live or in the MP3, and I bind your strong man. I command him to be caged up in Jesus' name. I bind all demons in you. I take authority over you in the name of Jesus Christ, and I command you to be caged up. I apply the blood of Jesus to this, and Father God, I ask for a cage 1,000 times too small for these demonic spirits who are now caged up. I ask God that you lose spirit of blindness on them and baldness on these demonic spirits. I ask that Holy Ghost, you would lose burning judgment on these demonic spirits who are now in this cage apply the blood of Jesus to it, and I ask God that you lose war angels with flaming swords to go down right now and read the word of God to torment these demons and marinate them in Jesus' name. I'm asking God you would drop the scales off of the person's eyes and convict them of their need for you and their need to repent in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, here we go. Arrows of infirmity. So what I just did, by the way, for you, if you don't know Jesus Christ, is uh, putting your demons in a cage. Okay, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get more that are going to come in, but maybe you have a little bit of relief right now and understand that uh, if you want permanent relief, it's not aids, it's Jesus Christ. He came to set the calves free and he set you free. Now, we're going to go back to uh, prayer warfare for arrows and infirmity. Here we go. And you know what? We've got a call that came in. Why don't we take this call first? Caller, you're on the air with Omega Man Radio. How are you tonight? Um, it's good to hear you. My name is Joe. Hello, Joe. Um,
3: yeah, I'm calling you from uh, St. Paul, Minnesota.
1: Well, brother, thank you for tuning in tonight. How
3: did you hear about the program? Uh, you know, I think it's just providence. Somehow the Lord has led me. Well, I think I got to you through uh, Watchman Radio.
1: Oh, praise God. That's uh, and that, Rich and that's, for,
3: sir. that's right. And I forget how I got to Watchman Radio, but it's the, the Lord's leading well, praise God! Really I uh, appreciate you
1: calling in tonight. Uh, you could, if you could turn down your volume just a little bit, we won't get uh, feedback on the line.
3: Um, yeah, I'm trying to maybe move to a different. Uh, oh, that's a really Oh, that's great. Uh, the reason I called is uh, my mom is uh, not very well. Just asking for prayer. Her name is Matilda. She's 82. Um, she's suffering from dementia, and uh, but right now it's um, a lot of phlegm. Okay. So uh just uh, just uh I'll be believing with you guys and I'll listen uh you know on the Well,
1: air. I'll agree with you right now, Joe. It says we're uh two or more are gathered together. Jesus is in the midst. And yes. what if we bind earth to be bound in heaven and loose on earth be loosed in heaven? Does uh does your mother this is your mother, her name is Matilda? Yes. Does she know Jesus Christ as her savior?
3: Uh,
1: I'm sorry, you cut off. Repeat again.
3: She does, yes.
1: Okay, praise God. Well, let's uh, okay, and uh, give me her condition one more time. She has a lot of fluid. Uh, what else?
3: Yeah, right now it's just phlegm and really like uh, she's lost a lot of weight. Okay. So right now it's just the breathing thing. I'm not, and but you know, uh, just praying that the the Lord will provide the, the healing that only He can provide. Amen. Yeah. So I'm just standing on the promises of God and just keep hoping.
1: Well, let's pray right now in agreement for your mom. All right. All right. uh, Father God, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, I come together with my brother Joe for his mother Matilda. She's a child of God, and I'm asking God for a healing touch on her tonight. Yes, yeah, Father. God, we are nothing apart from you. We can do nothing apart from Jesus Christ. So in agreement tonight, we stand in the gap for Matilda, and I bind any strong man in her life. I bind any spirits of infirmity. I command you to loose her. Right now, and go to Jesus to be judged before your time, you foul spirits. I rebuke any spirit of infirmity attached to this phlegm. I bind any spirits that are causing her to lose weight. We rebuke you, you foul spirits. Loose her right now in the name of Jesus. We apply the blood of Jesus to her right now. Father God, I ask that you would go in and fill her with your Holy Spirit.
3: Yes, Lord.
1: And I'm asking for a miracle touch right now to Matilda. Through her son, who's standing in the gap right now as a point of contact, we speak healing to you right now, Matilda. Be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. And then Amen. give thank Jesus Christ the, the praise and the glory. We thank, thank you, you, Father Jesus. God, for what you're doing for her right now.
3: Thank you, Lord Jesus.
1: And I ask God that you don't lose ministering spirits to her, ministering angels of God. I ask God for a hedge of protection around her and around Joe. I ask God that uh, again. You cover them in your blood. I ask for a a hedge of fire in accordance with Zechariah two and five, that the enemy not be able to penetrate. In Jesus Christ's name, and we thank you, Father God, tonight for this.
3: In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, brother.
1: God bless you, Joe.
3: Yeah, I'll keep listening, and I'll listen to the rest of the program. I just turned on turned it on right now, but uh, after you guys go off, I'll just uh, you know you should listen to it at nighttime. Yeah, it's especially, I really enjoyed that one that was on that uh, dark path or whatever it was. Oh, yes, Romeo. He showed, yeah, he showed a lot of insight into how this whole thing works.
1: He sure does. Uh, we're going to have yeah. him back on. I think uh, he's coming on Wednesday night uh,
3: at 8 p.m. So
1: right. Uh, right. a lot of people uh, had interest in that program. We will definitely be bringing him back on. He's got a lot to, uh, to share. Thank you, Joe, for All calling right, in tonight.
3: Friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: God bless you, my friend. That was Joe calling in. Um, we'd love to hear from you. The uh, the number you can call in tonight is 917-889-2745. This is a live show. We'll be glad to be glad to talk with you, uh, pray with you, uh, hear a testimony. And, uh, Joe, um, let us know back uh, how your mom does. Um, we have a link up on the OmegaManRadio.com website called Testimonials. It should be working as we speak. If not, it will be by tomorrow. You can click on it, this little form, and uh, just type it in there or shoot me a message. Shannon at OmegaManRadio.com. If you'd like to be a prayer intercessor and uh, sign up on the, uh, the email list, you can do that also through that website. Um, and uh, we're going to be expanding that to add uh, more links as we come across them. I want to give uh, shouts out tonight to Randall the Mando. Uh, check out uh, his ministry. Uh, blogtalkradio.com slash rando. Shouts out to uh, Revival Fire, Brother Mike. Um, Brother Mike, I need to have your link so I can uh, share that. If you'll put it in the chat room, I'll I'll give it out tonight. Uh, Bombs is going to be doing a program uh, this weekend. Rando, uh, what is the uh, time on that? Let me know so we can advertise that. She's going to be doing a prayer warfare with the women. Uh, just like Rando did this uh, past weekend with the the men of God, go back and uh, check that uh, out in the archives there. Repent Radio. Uh, shouts out to man Manchild Witness. Uh, who else? Sarah Smith out there. I see her. Um, okay, Bombs is B A M H S. so dot com slash Bombs. I believe it is B A M H S. Check that out. Uh, it is going to be Saturday, 6 p.m. Central Time, which is, I believe, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. It will be on bombs, on fire with bombs. Uh, so tune in to that. It will be a powerful spiritual warfare program. Let's see. Yes, that is correct. blogtalkradio.com slash B-A-M-H-S. Also, kiwis.com, K-E-E-W-I-I-S.com. Uh, Revival Fire. What is your website? There we go. DeliverHisPeople.blogspot.com. Again, DeliverHisPeople.blogspot.com. That's uh, Revival Fire's um, website. Again, Rando R A N D O. Also at BlogTalkRadio.com. Uh, we've got uh, just a, there's just a big network uh, that God is putting together all around this world of, of people being set on fire with they message for this last hours uh, of the end of this age? I mean, we're, we're really on the countdown, folks. If you look at it from the, uh, the, the bigger scale of time, we really only have minutes left. Um, fireworks are getting ready to go off. And so we need to be working and occupying till he comes. Occupying means to take enemy territory. It doesn't mean just sit on the church pew. You shouldn't forsake yourself from fellowship. I believe in going to church. My point is is it's more than that. It's more than just going one time a week and then go back and, you know, doing what you want to do. We need to ask God, what would you have me to do for you? And then we need to do it. And uh, he will give us the means to carry out whatever whatever he has called us to do. So um we're all going to give an accounting. What did we do with our time? We've all been given 24 hours in a day. Are we doing anything for the Lord with our time? Yes, we have families and Uh, jobs, and other commitments, but uh, we all can do something. And uh, that's what it's about. God hands out talents. Somebody gives one, others five, another ten. As in the parable. What are you going to do with it? Whatever you've gotten. Maybe you've gotten more than another. Maybe you've gotten less than another. You know, work with what you've got. Be a good steward of what you've got, and God will give more. And if we just sit on it and don't do anything, uh, then God will take it away from us and give it to someone who did something with theirs. And, you know, there's financial applications in that, and there's, you know, um, other applications. You know, God has, gives out his gifts variously throughout the body. So um, it's just something to meditate upon. And you know what? If we've screwed up in the past that we need to forgive ourselves, we need to repent, ask God to forgive us and do something different tomorrow, because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, and expecting different results each time. So, if what you've been doing hasn't worked for you, try something new. Maybe we need to get in the Word of God and read. I took a month off from reading the Word of God. I, I repent right in front of you right now. I got lazy. I had a prayer program where I read through the Bible, then I started the New Testament, I read it through like three times, and then I got lazy. I had to ask God to forgive me. No wonder I was coming under attacks. I think my spirit man was like an Ethiopian. He was saying, where's the beef? Where's the meat of the word? He wasn't even getting milk. So uh, I repented. Now I've gotten back in the word of God. And let the Lord uh, steer you as to where to start. If you want a, a suggestion, start over in Matthew. If you haven't read the word of God, get Matthew. Read the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then when you've read the New Testament, start back over in Genesis. You want to read the whole thing. The whole Bible is for today. So, yes, I got back into it, and I've started the past couple days reading Psalms. uh, And I'm going through, and now I'm seeing it from a different perspective. I'm seeing it from the perspective of spiritual warfare. And then when you come across something, uh, write it down. Take a note. God could be talking to you. Document it as you you go along. What I use is I like Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo... Instant message. Um, I mean, Yahoo Mail is what I use, and they have a little thing called Notepad in there. So I'll go in, and you can create as many notes as you want. I have one that uh, is like, you know, uh, gold nuggets that I find in the Word of God. And uh, I'll find something, and I'll just put them there. Because I'm terrible when it comes to writing stuff on notebooks. You know, uh, I will start a list. And then the next thing you know, I, I get on a phone call and I have to scribble somewhere and I've scribbled over my list. I just rip up these notebooks that I have. <laughs> I have like 10 notebooks that I've started. Uh, what I found out that works best for me is uh, an electronic format, and at least if I make a mistake, I can always uh, you know fix it, insert, you know delete, and I don't have to worry about losing the notebook. It's there unless someone hacks my account, you know but uh, yeah, so what I'm doing is I'm going through Psalms right now. And as I read the Psalms, I'm finding a lot of cool stuff in there. Spiritual warfare, weapons. And, uh, you, you know, it takes the Holy Spirit to illuminate the Word of God. Many people say, well, I read it and I don't get anything from it. Well, irregardless of whether or not you understand something or you're reading long and you're doing fine and you come across something you don't understand, don't close the book. Just keep reading. Put it into your memory banks. Okay, because garbage in, garbage out. We, we put in enough garbage in our life, we need to put the Word of God, which is the real food. And even if you don't understand, believe me, it will start circulating through your spirit, man. And God will bring it back to the Holy Spirit when you need it. All of a sudden, a verse will be quickened to your mind. You say, where would that come from? Well, if you put it in you, then you have something to work with. You have some building blocks. So that's just something to think about. And um, read every day. Make it a a routine. I, I know some people that will not even take a drink of water in the morning unless they first fed their spiritual man. That'll be a motivation, especially if you wake up and you're thirsty, you're hungry. You say, I'm going to at least read one chapter from the Word of God. And having done that, you then you feel good. You know, seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added unto you. Put God first, and I believe he takes notice. I've noticed that uh, over the past couple of days as I've started to put God first, and I'm getting up and really before I do a lot of things, I'm reading the word of God. That I've kind of set the temple for the day. You know? And you also want to pray, you know, as my grandmother said him in the in the day with prayer. Pray in the morning when you get up and pray at night. You know, you do like Dan. You could pray three times a day. You could pray all day if you wanted to. You can't get enough prayer. But we've got to spend time in relationship with the Lord. We've got to read the Word. We've got to pray. And having prayed, we need to believe, like David L. said today. We need to learn to rest in the Lord. And uh, if we can't rest now in kind of a period of relative calmness, what are we going to do when all hell's breaking loose? If the footmen worry you, what happens when the horsemen come? So there's a lesson that to survive what's coming on this nation and world, we've got to learn to enter into God's rest now before the real trials come, and then uh, it'll be kind of a little too late to learn the lesson. And we might uh, end up falling away. So, you know, God is hes getting a lot of people into preparation mode right now, spiritually, number one. And maybe God will tell you to do something physically. I do believe in some physical preparation, too. God has blessed you and you're able to do it. Put back some food. Get some water purification for your family. All these things will be attacked. You know, it rains on the just and the unjust. Even in Joseph's time, there was a dearth on the whole land. And uh, God told him what to do. He uh, put back, I guess it was grain or corn or wheat, one of those. And he was able to sustain not only Egypt but his family. So God could relocate him to Goshen. So, you know, a prudent man seeth destruction from afar and hideth himself. The simple pass on and are destroyed. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You know, watch and pray that he may be accounted worthy to escape all these things. Jesus said, watch and pray at least three times, if I remember correctly, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Everybody was falling asleep out of despair and sadness. And yeah, we are going to have sadness, but we've got to take authority over it. In Jesus' name, realize it is a spirit. And rebuke it in Jesus' name. And then get in the Word of God. Or maybe put on some praise worship. Or maybe if you're not sleeping well, put on the, the Bible on audio tape. And just play it. I've done that here recently. And uh, I was asleep. But my spirit man wasn't. And so he was getting fed. He got you know several uh, chapters in, in the Word of God that night. Every night that I do it. So just something to think about, some food for thought. Uh, These are things that uh, I'm meditating on right now and I'm doing because I realize that, uh, man, the attacks have been hot and heavy. And if we're not meditating on the Word of God, we're not renewing our mind uh, by reading the Word of God, we're not spending any time Then pretty much... uh, we're going, to be a, we're going to be an Ethiopian with no food, our spirit man. And that's not a, um, that's not a racist mark that I'm making, but you, under, you understand what I'm, I'm saying. Uh, poor people over there, we need, to, we need to help our brothers in Ethiopia. You don't hear much about it anymore, but I believe they're still starving over there. And if God has blessed you, you are to help the widows, the orphans, the poor, those in disaster, bless Israel, feed the poor. As you lend to the poor, you have lent to God, and he will repay That is, God will repay you. That's one of the promises of God. you got a better return on that than you do putting your money into the bank and getting 3% interest, or whatever it is now. Because God is not a man that he should lie, but he watches over his word to perform it. That you can take to the bank and get paid on. The bank of heaven. But you get my point here. Uh, We've got to feed our spiritual men. So um, that's a a change I decided I'm going to make and I'm not going to forget to do. Now i just got to get on the treadmill. (laughs) You know, the Lord's been putting a message in my heart. I don't have the whole download yet. I just got some headings. I'm going to preach on it when I get the whole message. Got to show me three things so far. We need to learn how to control our time. There are a lot of time bandits in our lives. A lot of things that uh, Satan will try to distract us with, get us running down a path, and you realize, well, wait a minute, that wasn't even important. And next thing you know, your day's gone. You know, we've got a finite amount of time. We we need to prioritize. Figure out what is really important. You know, it does say knock and seek. But, uh, you know, some doors are closed, Then you need to go to another door. Knock on that. So we need to learn to control our time. Also, spiritual detox. That's a term that's been coming to me. We need to turn off things that are polluting us, such as the TVs. We need to refrain from just going willy-nilly to the movies. I can speak from experience there. I've been to thousands of movies, probably, or I've seen them. And I can tell you, most of them uh, had nothing redeeming about them. And and, uh, God's been dealing with me over that. I love movies, but um, they're also gateways. Spiritual detox. We've got to be careful what we listen to, what we read, what we watch, who we associate with. Physical detox. Okay? There's been many a man, man and woman of God who have died before their time from gluttony. Physical detox. Folks, sometimes we haven't eaten wisely. Go over to the lightgate.com, and um, they've got a video which was pretty gross last night. They pulled this crab up out of the Gulf, and they said, well, we see number one an oil sheen on it. But then they said they looked into its lungs and it was filled with parasites. Wow. There's some foods that are probably not the best for you. They taste great. But when I saw that, I said, I don't think I'm going to eat a crab again. Of course, I'd already made a decision. I'm I'm going to stay away from crabs. I used to eat a lot of crab legs in the old days, lobster, crabs, a lot of pork, you know. Uh let God speak to you on that. But what I'm saying is, there's a lot of foods that, um, if you eat them, and I don't, you may go to heaven before I, or vice versa. If I eat them, <laughs> it is hard to push away from some foods. You know, everything you got to sanctify everything with the word and with prayer. And again, some things just God didn't, you know, uh, create for us to eat. If they're set before you and there's no other food to eat, then eat them. You know, say grace over them, and you know you'll be fine. But uh, just some things are meant as the garbage disposals of the ocean, the lobster, for example, or the crabs. God created them to eat the dead fish and the crap that comes out of the fish, and they, they keep the ocean clean. Now, even them uh, are getting contaminated with these worms. Apparently, what's happening, uh, from what I can gander, is that uh, you've got these microbes feeding on the, the oil, And uh, they're eating up the oxygen, and the fish and crabs are getting diseased and dying. I'm sure we'll hear more out of that as time progresses, but some things you just want to be careful about eating. So physical detox. Maybe you'd eat too much sugar. That's why we've got diabetes in America. They put uh, sucralose, aspartame, Splenda, or the worst of all is high-fructose corn syrup, HFCS. You want to be very careful about that. Your liver cannot uh, metabolize it, and uh, you've got a real high propensity for being a diabetic Uh, the more you take things with high-fructose corn syrup. It's kind of funny. Now you're seeing things that say made with real sugar. You know, white sugar is not good for you. It's made through a a chemical means. Excuse me. But it is better than high-fructose corn syrup, but it's just funny. Really what you need to do is try to eliminate as much sugar as you can or go to some alternatives like um, brown sugar, you know, sugar in the raw as they call it, turbinado sugar, uh, honey. Honey's good. It's also good for wounds, by the way. Did you know that? Get a cut. You didn't have any antibiotics, put some uh, honey on the wound. They used to use them uh, in in uh, the battles back like Napoleon's day, Civil War and so forth. Um just a side anecdote. I thought I would throw in. We've got 17 minutes remaining. Get away from all artificial ingredients. You want to get rid of. You don't want to take anything that has dyes, like FDA color dye so and so. Most of them cause cancer, and they also have been linked to uh, learning disorders and ADD among children. Did you know that? Get your children off of all these foods with artificial colorings and these sugar, and see what a change it'll make. You might have headaches for a couple of days, just like if you try to detox yourself from caffeine. Now, I can kick caffeine if I want to, and I don't really drink a lot of coffee, but I'll have a cup or so. You've got to have a little bit of, you know, morale foods. But uh, if I were to get off of it, I would have headaches for a couple of days, so I'd take a buffering. Point is, is uh, your body gets used to these things, and disease will set in. Uh, your energy level will be zapped, Okay. And it's accumulative. We need to do a physical detox. Uh, everything that you eat needs to come out. And if you've got more going in that's coming out, you've got a problem. You want to have, a, you know, the average human male it was walking around with 10 pounds impacted fecal matter? Is that gross or what? You know, there's rumors of John Wayne. His weight about 70 pounds. Pretty gross, isn't it? Well... Think of a baby. They eat. What do they do? Immediately it comes out. They eliminate. Uh, We need to work on our colons. And, you know, we're talking about all kinds of things tonight. Prayer, warfare, getting rid of demons, (laughs) spiritual detox, physical detox. Think about it. Well, what I'm saying is true. And uh, there's some products that can help you. I'll tell you what. I, I found something that works for me. And I'm in the herbal supplement business, so I'll, I'll put in my two cents worth. There's a lot of stuff out there that I call crap that doesn't work. And it just be a waste of your money. But there's some good stuff I come across. And one company I particularly like is a company called Gero. They have a thing called uh, Probiotic EPS. It's not very expensive, but it's a one capsule. It doesn't have to be refrigerated. It's, uh, it's stable, shelf stable, whereas most probiotics you've got to keep in the refrigerator. It's a little capsule you take. And it's got friendly bacteria. And if you have any problem with your colon, loose stools, for example, or you're not having the proper bowel movement, you take one of these things. The friendly bacteria will go in your gut and it'll correct the situation. Because how many of us have taken uh, antibiotics? We know that kills all your bacteria. I've got an uncle who he has the colon of a baby. He eats and he has to immediately go to the bathroom. I, I joke with him all the time, but you know what? He's got a perfect colon. Got the colon of a baby. He eats and it goes right out. That'd be pretty awesome, wouldn't it? Have you heard that there are, are some people that, uh, like there's some women in particular that have a problem with this. They won't have a bowel movement for six weeks. Can you imagine? I kid you not, a know a lady like that. God have mercy. She probably, she had a toxic colon. Okay, so we need to do physical detox. And as we start to take care of the temple of God, the temple of the Holy Spirit inside of us, then uh, we can do more for the Lord. We'll have more energy, and we can help others. We'll be around longer to fight these demons. So I recommend probiotic called EPS by Jiro. I also think everybody needs to take vitamin D3. Um, it's a super immune booster. Better you need to get some sun for at least 20 minutes, because your body will take sunlight and convert it to vitamin D3. But I don't get enough sun. I live in the cave putting together these programs. <laughs> So I take vitamin D3. It costs like $10, and you get 100 capsules. Jiro is another one. I really like them. That's why I use them. Uh, they're more of a pharmaceutical grade, so they're, I know that they're good. And I take, uh, I'll take i take up to four of these a day. Uh, I don't know what the correct dosage is, but one shouldn't hurt you. I take four. Uh, those are two products that will really help you. Another thing is magnesium. There's a product out there called Calm. It's a powder. And if you have a problem with uh, not being able to take a bowel movement, you take a big scoop of this stuff, my goodness, you'll be to the bathroom real quick. It will loosen your stool, and that's good. But if you take, you know, like a quarter of a teaspoon, uh, what it'll do is it'll activate 300 enzymes in your body, and enzymes are the catalyst in the the body that take care of different functions. And if you don't get it through your food, you've got to get it through an external source, or you can be in trouble. And most of us cook our foods to the point that the enzymes die, you know, the real life in the food, and so you're going to need a, a supplement. So I recommend Calm Magnesium. It's also great for the heart, okay? So just a couple things i throw in there. I also buy a product that's very cheap. Um, it's called Emergency. It comes in a, a packet. It's called Super Orange. It's full-spectrum vitamin C. Now, vitamin C, as most of us have been taught, is nothing but ascorbic acid, but that's only one of the, the molecules Real vitamin C full spectrum uh, has seven cofactors. They'll have things like rutin, hesperidin. Anyway, you want to get something that's full spectrum. You know, you can get that from eating an orange, okay, but you have to eat a lot of oranges to kind of get the vitamin C content that you could get with a, a packet of emergency. Not to mention, you pour it into some water. It tastes like orange juice. It's great. Great way to drink water. So, uh, coil silver Randall the Mando ask. Um, I've been using coital silver since about 90, uh, let's see, probably 97. I used to have a machine that would make it. But I'll be honest with you, um, I haven't looked at it, and um, the best silver on the market, in my opinion, is uh, marketed by a guy named Glenn Parnham. It's called Super Silver. They've got 32 Super Silver, 32, and 40. In fact, I took a swig of it today. Uh, Silver kills most viruses in seven minutes flat. They use it in filters on the space shuttle. In World War II, they used to throw it down wells to decontaminate uh, biological agents. Some of the troops were using to poison the wells. Uh, In the old days, they used to take uh, a horse that had an infection in the neck, and they would make an incision, put a, a silver quarter or a dime in his neck, and sew it up, and the infection would be gone. Silver does work. And what I do is I'll gargle with it if I ever feel like a flu coming on. I've also put it in my eyes before and killed eye infections. I've even poured it in my ears and killed ear infections. It's powerful. Uh, that's what I use. Uh, so, yes, it does work, uh, but not everyone is the same. In fact, there's only two that I recommend, and that's Glenn Parnham's over at ihsite.com. It's called Super Silver 32 Or you can go over to GNC, and they've got one called Silver Biotics. That's basically the same company. And I recommend uh, their brand. It's just a weaker. It's like 10 parts per million. But, yeah, what you can do is you 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 can't overdose on the stuff, okay? You could drink a whole bottle in a day. But you don't need to do that. You just take a gargle with it, swish it around, and swallow it. That's what I recommend. This is not an endorsement per se, but, you know, um, yeah, Rando said he saved a dog with Parvo. I agree. It kills worms. Over in Costa Rica, we could go down and get these little things called uh uh, what was the name of it now? I can't remember. I've been gone that long. Um, we used to take these two little tablets, and you take them for three days, and it would deworm you. You know, we all have parasites, folks. You eat pork, you eat uh, meat with blood in it, okay, you're going to probably pick up a parasite. And if you're not careful, you don't wash your hands, next thing you know, you've got a big tapeworm inside of you. Uh, it's true. You, can, you know, we all come in contact with these parasites, so... You want to do a parasite cleanse. I also like uh, Shackley's Herbalax. If you have a problem, you take four of those, it your system will be cleared out. And you need to flush yourself. Some people use the uh, the uh, Stanley Master Cleanse, which is uh, lemons, a little bit of cayenne pepper, throw it in a jug of water with some maple syrup, and they drink that stuff. That's what a lot of the Hollywood are using. Um, where shall we go from here? We've got ten minutes. Um, yeah, wash your hands. That's very important. Uh, but, yeah, I like vitamin D3. I like calm magnesium. Uh, I do use Super Silver 32 from Glenn Parnham. I believe in that. Um, it's a nanotech silver. It's very small. Okay, it's under one micron in size. And not all silver is the same. I, I have done investigation on it, and that's the only one that I would use, that of the silver biotic and GNC. Um, I told you about an emergency. They'll give you one gram of vitamin C. I, I take a couple of those a day. It's not very expensive. Uh, for about $10, you can get a pack of 30 So take one a day. That's a, a month's supply. That's going to be needed in the days ahead. What, what happens when you can't get oranges and fresh fruit? People are going to get scurvy. Okay, their teeth are going to fall out. Well, get you a couple boxes of emergency, and, you know, you don't have to worry about that. So full-spectrum vitamin C is very important. Um. I take some other things as well. I take a, I take an enzyme called Digest Gold. Enzyme, again, are um, have great power in the body. You know, God created the enzymes. And, again, these are things that, uh, you know, naturally occurring, but that we might not be getting in our food. So just some food for thought there. You are what you eat. If you eat quarter pounded with cheeses every day like I've been known to do, at uh, various and Sunday times, you might look like a quarter pounder with cheese. One time I lived on ramen noodles uh, for a period of about six months. That's all I could afford. I actually lost more weight uh, than I'd ever done before. I mean, I was like ball- skin and bones. It was great. The trade off was I wasn't getting enough protein. But uh, I call that the ramen noodle diet. You just live on ramen noodles and bottles of water, and you walk about six miles a day. You can look. <laughs> You can lose weight really fast that way. Um, Yeah, peppers, very high in in vitamin C, absolutely. Uh, In fact, cayenne pepper is awesome. I use cayenne pepper. Uh, If you could have only one herb supplement in your arsenal, you would use cayenne pepper. It's like uh, nutrition for the heart. It will save you if you're in the throes of a heart attack. You just pour the cayenne pepper down your your throat. It'll burn like heck, but uh, it will open up the arteries. And, again, it's nutrition right for the heart. High in vitamin C. Peppers, you know, are great. Uh, yeah, instead of peppers, people are taking methamphetamines now, aren't they? <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? So, yeah, back to my point. I believe we need to do spiritual detox. We need to get, get the contamination out of our lives. That's opened the doorway for demonic attack, foul language, movies, music. We know a lady who was possessed because... She listened to too much Lady Gaga. You might laugh, but it's true. Some of these actors, actresses, musicians, they've made pacts with the devil for their money, and they put curses, word curses on their music, and they send demon spirits out. Okay? Just telling you. You open up a gateway through lust. And usually these demons come in and they open the door, They, they put their foot in the door, prop it open for their brothers to come in. And you usually don't have one, you have at least seven. Some people have legions because they have these gateways open. So we've got a spiritual detox and then get cleaned up, you know, by reading the word of God and let it wash our mind, prayer, physical detox, as I mentioned. Um, how many bowel movements a day do you have? The question is asked. We should have three. If we're not, then that means we need to detox our body. We need to flush it, put more water through our system. What are we, 90% water? Are we getting enough water? Are we getting our water only through cokes and coffee? That's terrible. Right? But yeah, I do agree with you. Um, Ramen noodles will will keep you alive, irregardless, and they are cheap. You can get four for a dollar. I had one the other day. They are really good. They're loaded with MSG, which is a neurotoxin. That's the flavoring agent. MSG is, excuse me, it's called excitotoxin, which is really. A neurotoxin. It will kill your brain cells over time. Make sure you pray over it. But you know, if that's all you got to eat, that's what you've got to eat. I've, I've uh, eaten that many, many a night. I also like uh, canned tuna as a long-term storage food. It's great for for protein. You know, if you had a can of tuna and some rice, you can live. It may not be a steak, but you've got some protein and some carbs right there. You can still buy a bag of rice. A big bag, one big bag for about twenty-five bucks, I think. Up at most grocery stores, you can live a long time on rice. Let it be your emergency food. Maybe you don't eat rice. But get that and, you know, buy some cheap cans of tuna while you can still get it. And try to set your sights on maybe a 30-day supply of food. Just basics to keep you alive. Throw in an emergency packet and you got your vitamin C. And if God has blessed you, then get a little bit extra because surely the day is going to come where your family is going to show up on your door and they say, I'm hungry. What are we going to do? And if we don't have anything, then we're going to pray is what we're going to do. God will make a way, just as he did uh, when the children of Israel went into the wilderness. I'm just saying, you know, do the prudent thing. It might be you that saves your whole family because you actually believed and did something. Something to think about. I remember Al Cuppet said, yeah, God, I would like to have a food supply, but I have no money. So he prayed and said, God, if you want me to do something, you've got to give the money. His mother walked over to him and said, here's $20,000, go buy some food. This was years ago. And he said, whoa. You don't have to spend that much, of course. I mean, again, um, last time I went up to a movie, it was like 10 bucks, And I said, wow, that's a lot of money. And you buy popcorn and a Coke, and next thing you know, you spent $25. Well, you could buy a bag of rice for that. It last a long time. So I think I've uh, pretty much maxed myself out tonight. Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed this program. God bless you. It was a, a pleasure to spend some time with you again. Uh, shouts out again to uh, Randall, to Bombs, to Mike Bradford, to, to Grosky, to Siski to Sarah Smith, to Crusade for Truth, to Manchild Child Witness. Uh, let's see. To and Productions, I don't know you, but welcome aboard. And to everybody that tuned in, and um, before we go, Father God, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, I want to thank you for this time of fellowship tonight. We bind away from the listeners, all hexes, vexes, curses, spells, witchcraft attacks, demonic spirits. Command them to, to go back to where they came from sevenfold. I pray the blood of Jesus to the listeners, and I ask God for a hedge of protection around them, In accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5, a wall of fire, and that you'd loose warrior angels down for their protection. And I ask God for financial blessings for the listeners and that you would give us clear directions of what you would have us do in this hour. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you guys for tuning in.